Hello and welcome to Relaxed Mel, a podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relaxed Mail. So, uh, things are going to sound a little different this time. I am, I've been running out of time and uh, just been busier in a one arm paper hanger, to honest to God truth. And I am just, uh, I'm just now getting around to actually getting the, uh, getting this episode recorded. And I am out in the truck. So guess what? It's not going to sound quite as crisp, quite as clean, and quite as nice as I'd like for it to. But I want to try to make sure that I get these episodes out each week. I'm trying not to miss a week. And sadly, I am falling far and farther behind. Last week, actually, I was trying to get... We've had a lot of rain in Oklahoma. And I guess that rain, uh, we've had some good sized thunderstorms in there. Most of the time that it's rained, I have been out, uh, of the, uh, out of the house because I am out usually driving during the week. And uh, so for the past three weeks, I have not been able to mow my lawn. Or actually, yeah, past three weeks. And so my lawn now is. Anywhere from and my grass, just the grass, not talking about the the careless weeds growing in there, but the grass itself is anywhere from knee height to mid thigh. This stuff is insane on how fast it's growing, and I'm sure that the thunderstorms and just dropped plenty of nitrogen out of the air and just been giving the the grass something to really uh, enjoy. And whoo, yeah, it is a pain in the butt. I'd spent all last Saturday trying to get the darn thing mowed and I got maybe half <laughs> and now uh here in a couple days uh this coming out on Thursday actually Thursday the when this comes out is the start of my uh my Arkansas trip so we're going to be over in uh Bird Adventure Center and if you want to if you happen to be in the uh in the Arkansas area close to the Ozarks uh, close to Ozark, Arkansas, you will be able to find me over at the Bird Adventure Center. I'll be talking uh, during the uh, Operation Tears of the 22 off the hardball. And that it's going to be a great time. I'm going to be there until uh, till Sunday, probably about noonish uh, on Sunday. And then I've got a shag tail and head back and jump back onto the, uh, onto the day job. So anyhow, um, this week I wanted to talk to you about about uh, differences between a therapist and a coach because there's a lot of differences. There's some overlap in there, but not a whole heap and lot because some people do get confused. They want to know why if I am certified therapist and I'm like, no, no, I'm I didn't go to go to a a college for therapy. I really don't and the reason why is because I really don't care to sit and listen to people talk about their past my philosophy is that the past is done it's gone it's out of the way 
yeah, there's times that you really need to work on stuff that happened to you in the past. Say if you were, if you've got a big hang up about, uh, about your parents abandoning you or, you know, things like that. And you're, you have a, you have trouble functioning or if you are, have some type of actual mental disorder, like, uh, being OCD, uh, maybe you are, you were in the military and you have PTSD, you know, those are things that you really need to go and talk to a therapist about. A therapist, boiling it down, let's, let's start, let's go ahead and jump into it. Boiling it down. Therapists go for, look at you from the past. They start from the present and work backwards. They go, they cover your past. They help you work through the different types of, of, uh, weird, I'm going to call it weird coping mechanisms that as a child you developed to, uh, to make yourself feel safe. And when you are in a very extreme environment of, of where you're trying to make sure that you're safe, you're going to do some stuff that helps you feel safe, though in normal society, it's going to make, you know, it makes a very, fairly big disruption. If, uh, you are used to, if you grew up in a house where if people got really loud and really, uh, really animated and got really angry really quick and stuff, you might go off and hide and be in, uh, hide underneath your, uh, desk or under your bed or whatever, because you knew eventually either your dad or your mom or your brothers or somebody was going to start throwing fists and, and chairs and everything else. You know, all of a sudden that house could suddenly out of nowhere erupt into mass chaos. Well, you know, that's something you've got to, learn to handle and learn to deal with because in all reality in normal society and in normal households, yeah, you may get into an argument with somebody and the voices get raised, but you're not going to have to expect a chair to come flying at you any moment because most normal people don't behave like that. While you, if you're in a very chaotic, uh, world and grown and you've been growing up in a, in a, in a environment where there's a lot of chaos going on. You probably are going to do some stuff that's very non-productive. A coach, on the other hand, looks from the present and helps you see your future. We actually go from the present out and into the future. And we, uh, what coaches actually want to do is they want to help you to be able to visualize what you're after, whether you are wanting to be able to make a sale. Maybe you are talking to a sales coach and you are wanting to start being able to make sales. Well, that coach is probably going to have hard, start having you visualize what does it look like when you made your first sale? What does it look like when you start making a scary amount of money? That scary amount of money may be $10,000. It may be $100,000 a month. I can't see myself making $100,000 a month yet. I would love to, and I think I can. I think I'll be able to one day to make $100,000. I can't see myself doing that. I, w- I don't know how I would handle, you know, bringing in that much money that quickly in a, in a sh- that short amount of time. But I do know coaches who do, and that is something that is very much possible. Coaches are, are kind of your cheerleaders that we help you to visualize 
what you want to do. And it's not that we throw our vision into you. Now, we may have a vision that we'd like to see you achieve, but that doesn't mean that you're actually, that's what your vision is. If you're, we could try to help you to visualize and stretch your imagination, allow yourself to actually dream. That is one of the biggest problems that a lot of people have because, and this is where the overlap comes from. In the past, you may have actually had thought of being like a writer. And so you were talking about how you were going to start writing, uh, writing, uh, screenplays and things like that. And you may have had an uncle who you didn't know when he was young, wanted to do the same thing. And he went, uh, went to Hollywood and he worked his tail off, nearly starved to death, trying to get into Hollywood to be a screenwriter. And he, you, he hears that, t- that your dream is the same as his. He's going to go off and say, you don't want to do that. And he may have his own particular prejudices. And he may tell you that you don't want to because, you know, it's ran by a bunch of crooks and you have to be in a particular, uh, belief system. And if you aren't and you aren't part of this political, uh, group, you're, you're going to be shunned and you're, they're never going to open the door for you. So you're just, you're just SOL because you're not going to get into it. It's a good, uh, it's a good old boys club. You have to know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who's in there who will be able to get you in. That was his experience. That may not be your experience, but because he told you that you may be a lot like the parable of the violin player. Where he met his uh, his idol teacher, the teacher who he held on a very high uh, shelf or high pedestal, and told him about how he wanted to be a be a, the greatest violin player of all, and asked him if he could play. And so the violin teacher's like, "Yeah, sure, play." And so he whips out his violin and he starts playing this most beautiful song. Gets people all around to stop, talk, and watch and ooh and awe about it. And after he puts the uh, the violin back up after he's done playing, he talks to the teacher and goes, so do I have what it takes to be the greatest violin player? And the violin player puts his hand on his, on the violin or the violin teacher puts his hand on the player's uh, shoulder and says, no, you don't have what it takes. I'm sorry. And walks away. Well, the guy, he really was shaken and, and disturbed about that. But he, his viol his, his, uh, the guy who he he adored and was one of the greatest violin teachers around told him he didn't have what it takes. So he took his violin and he put it up and he went out and he got himself a job and he became a salesman and one of the greatest, most successful salesmen that's ever been known. And he becomes wildly successful. And 20 years down the road, he sees that violin teacher again and walks up to him and goes, I don't know if you remember me, teacher, but 20 years ago, I played my violin for you and you, you listen, so kindly listened to what, to the song that I played. And then I asked you if I had what it takes to be the greatest violin player around. And you actually told me, no, I didn't. And so I put my violin up and I went into sales and I became one of the most successful salespeople around. And it was, my life is great, but I want to know, how do you, how did you know that I was not the greatest, going to be the greatest violin player? And the violin teacher kind of sadly smiles and says, that's what I tell anybody who asks me that question. 
your your dreams are there. Just because somebody tells you that they're not worth it, if they're not good, if they're not what you need in your life, a lot of us take those dreams and we tuck them away. We bury them. We crumple them up into it and put them in a little bitty tiny box. And we put them, store them in the very back of our mind and we forget about them and dust grow, forms on them. And they're just, they're forgotten, but they're just, there's a little ember, a little spark. there, still burning, wanting to get just a breath of air so it can come alight. Coaches help you find that spark. Find that drive that's in you and help show you that, hey, you can go from being just a, just a, a average Joe who's, who's works his J-O-B every day, hates being there, but gets up every day because he loves his family and goes out and does what he thinks he has to do. Coaches help you to realize that. We are your support group. We help you, cheer you on, encourage you to get to that uh, that lofty height that you think is absolutely impossible, but we see the possibility in you. We see the possibility in everybody who happens to go. To be able to go, to do that, that stretch, you have to have somebody who is a, who coaches you. Now you can do it on your own, but you, instead of being able to go from zero to a hundred in five years, you may have to go zero to a hundred in 20. Coaches can help lift you up, give you the, help you learn the skills that are needed to be able to achieve that goal that you want. Help give you the needed mindsets to, and ways to look at what's going on around you and how your thinking is keeping you from achieving that goal. Because, you know, getting up to that next level, that's really scary crap, man. And if you can't get up there, what's going to happen? You're going to fall down and your family is going to laugh at you and your friends are going to laugh at you and your city's going to laugh at you. You're going to be the laughing stock of the world because you didn't make it what, make what you said you were going to do. And coaches will turn around and go, no, if you don't make it that first time, what you do is you get up and you try to figure out how to do it a different way. Oh, that didn't work. Well, let's get up. Let's try it a different way. All right. Try it again. No, no, no. You become Edison, man. You become where you're able to realize that you find 10,000 different ways to not do what your objective is. But that 10,000 first one, Boom, voila, guess what? You're up there. Just as you were about to give up, you were just struggling. You were sweating. You It was white knuckles there for a little bit. But you got up there thanks to that coach. The reason why we have coaches is because they are able to see the the little minute things that are holding you back. Any coach, even athletic coaches, that's what they do. They help inspire you to aim for bigger. They show you, hey, this is how you, this is why you're not able to hit that golf ball as far as because you're kicking your elbow out, you know, or you're, you're twisting your back or you're breaking your wrist or whatever it is that's holding you back. They could see that. They are able to see from the outside and go, try that again. Hold that wrist tight. You know, lock that wrist in. Keep, you're, you're kicking your elbow out while you're trying to do the free throw. Kick that, you know, tuck that elbow in. They tell you, they point out where you're, where you're straying and they help you to get the, gain the skills that are needed to be able to go. 
Therapists are great for helping in the past. They help you with those, those, those ways of coping while coaches, they will help you to get over whatever boundary is in your way. Now, there are therapists who are becoming coaches, and that is a superpower. But if you have a therapist who's not a coach, then you can also team up a therapist and a coach together and boom, talk about a super acceleration. You are able to, you're able to get the crap from your past cleaned up and swept up and realize that the past is not, is not going to hurt you in any way anymore. Because the past is 20 years ago. You're not that same person. You're not the same person from last year. And because you are a different person, you have a different ability to reach what you're wanting. And so that coach can step in at, at the, at the present point and carry you for uh, further so that you're and lift you up and encourage you so that you can reach that goal of running your own business, becoming the man that you want to be, which is what I do. I help guys who are just, you know, there's, there's mired down in the nice guy, uh, nice guy syndrome where they, they don't have, can't have their own darn thoughts because they're too busy making sure other people are not going to be mad at them, making sure that people are not going to be angry with them, put out with them, whatever with them. And as if they're, and the only way they know how to do that is to not have their own thoughts. They do everything they can to manipulate other people to like them. And when that doesn't happen, that causes so much distress. And so guys have a tendency when they're being the nice guy to play it small. And that's why so many times, especially when you're, when you're married, your wife, when you start playing it small, when you start being the nice guy and you're trying to do everything you can to just be, be the nice guy for your wife, she gets really tired of being the babysitter because when you're a nice guy, you're being a boy. And if you're being a boy, she doesn't want to raise a full grown man. She wants to have a life with a you know, or a full grown boy, she wants to live life with a full grown man and a man who could take charge and make decisions and, and know that she, he, she could depend on him, that he's going to protect her if the fit hits the shan and all of that. And you can't, if you're, if you're being a nice guy, you can't do that because you're too worried about trying to make sure that the bad guy doesn't get mad at you. Sounds weird. Sounds funny, but I know it's true because I've done the same thing. I am a reformed nice guy. I will tell you what it is. I will tell you where, what's going on. I nearly, I, my marriage is still not up on the, at the levels I would like for it to be, but I'm a lot closer to it than what I was whenever I was playing nice guy and walking around being a victim, wondering why in the world my wife didn't want to have sex with me anymore. You can become the man that the world needs. You can become the man your family needs. You can find the, the drive and the desire to achieve those goals. You can make those goals happen and your wife will actually be happy for it, for you because you are taking charge for your life and getting crap done. 
You can be the man that your son needs you to be. And you can show him how a masculine man takes care of stuff. If he sees a sees you as the nice guy and you're just kind of him, he's going to your son, whether he admits it or not, is going to see you as being kind of weak. And how is he supposed to look to you if you're being a weakling? He can't. Want to know if you're if you're being a nice guy? How well does your dog behave when you're around? Dogs respond to firm and assertive energy. You have to be assertive. A nice guy cannot be assertive. He's going to communicate in either passive aggressive or passive aggressive. Typically, he's not going to do aggressive so much, but that's when the nice guy decides, oh, I'm tired of being a nice guy. And so he thinks the step to go from there is to be a jerk. And no, a jerk is not being a non-nice guy. It's just a nice guy who happens to be an asshole. Because you're not inciting confidence in your wife. You're not inciting confidence in your in your kids. And I know that also. You can ask my son when he was 17, 18, 16, 17, 18. That's whenever I realized, you know, I've got to do something. I must, I got to start being a jerk. And a dead gum, I was a jerk. I was the biggest freaking ass in those three years. And didn't really wake up until he got out of the, out of the house and realized, oh, yeah, I handled all that completely wrong. We screw up, guys. But with the coach's help, you can actually get yourself up to a point where your screw-ups are okay because those screw-ups are just meaning that you are being a human. You can forgive yourself on those screw-ups, and you will become better, and you'll become stronger for it. So, guys, with that, I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to let this uh, go ahead and scrub this up. Difference between a, a therapist and a, and a coach. Therapist, take care of your past. Coaches are going to help you launch yourself into the stratosphere of success. If you want to have want to have a uh, have the opportunity to work with me, I encourage you to. Go to relaxmail.com forward slash coaching. Fill out the form. I'll get a hold of you. We'll sit down. We'll talk. You know, I'm not going to throw a pitch at you that first first call. I probably won't even throw give you a sales pitch the second call. It might not even be the third, but you know, somewhere in there, I'm going to I want to get to know you. I want to get to know what your strengths and weaknesses are, so I know where and if I can actually help you. And that's what I would love to be able to do. So if you're interested in having that uh, having a chance to, to either a get your bring your wife back over onto your side. Maybe she's getting she's getting really distant, and it's kind of starting to you're starting to see some writing on the wall that maybe things are not as hunky dory as you thought they were, or maybe you are single and you're getting tired of being having sand kicked in your face by all the other you know big macho jerks. Well, I could show you how you can actually find a wife that is actually going to 
help encourage you to become the man that you are and help embrace that man and embrace the masculinity that God gave you. So with that, guys, I'm going to let you go. Thank you for listening. Click like um, or if you're uh, if you're on Apple Podcast, go ahead and hit the follow. And once you hit the follow, hit that down arrow so that you'll get every uh, episode automatically downloaded to your phone. That way you have it. Even if you go into a dead zone, you can listen to it. If you are on any other sh- uh, uh, podcasting app, you, it'll automatic it'll download for you. But go ahead and follow the uh, the the show and follow and or subscribe. And if you can, leave a rating and review. That would help out to just show people that, hey, there are people listening. So with that, guys, thank you for listening. We will see you next week. And I'll let you know what what uh, Tears of the, Operation Tears of the 22 off the hardball was like. And let's see if I can inject a little FOMO into you. So maybe next year when they do it again, you want to come. So all right, guys, with that, love you all lots. Take care. Bye.